When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We have reached the end of 2023 and it's time to do another Chelsea predictions video for the upcoming year. Last year, I'm actually pretty impressed with my predictions, to be fair to myself, which which I like doing, to be honest. And, and looking back at some of the ones I got right, I predicted that Chelsea would sign Enzo Fernandez. I predicted that Chelsea would beat Borussia Dortmund. I predicted that Sterling would end as top goal scorer. I predicted that Ingolo Kante would play under 20 games. Jorginho would leave. Chelsea would not qualify for the Champions League. Aspilicueta, Loftus-Cheek, Ziyech and Aubameyang would all leave. And that Thiago Silva would be named player of the season. I think one I got drastically wrong was Graham Potter remaining for the rest of the season, which of course he didn't do. So I'm going to go for 10 this year. And as always, please do give me your list of 10 predictions for Chelsea in 2024 in the comments below. But let's go. So number one, sticking my neck out once again, Pochettino will last not only the rest of this season, but he will last the entirety of 2024 as Chelsea's head coach. So this is the one that is very bold from a Chelsea fan to predict about any Chelsea head coach. But I'm going to go for it. Poch will still be here when I make this show heading into 2025. There we go. Number two, Chelsea will sign a new centre forward. I feel that whatever my opinions are about giving Nicholas Jackson more time, I just get a sense that Chelsea, either in January or in the summer, will recruit a new centre forward. And I think a lot of people will be happy about that. Who will it be? At the moment, the two names being flagged are Victor Osserman from Napoli and Ivan Tony from Brentford. I still stick to... My belief, my strong belief that if Chelsea are going to sign one in January of 2024, it's going to be Ivan Tony. I can't see Osserman moving. If it's in the summer, then that opens up the possibility of Osserman. But I do think we will sign a new one. And I really do hope because I just see Chelsea spending that money. It actually improves the team. Number three, this is one that's very important to me and one that I predicted last year that didn't happen, but I think needs to happen in 2024, is Chelsea appointing a new sporting director. And I really do think that this means that the current sporting directors need to be gone effectively. Um, I just don't think their strategy has worked out. I don't think their strategy is one that's going to get Chelsea anywhere close to where they should be. And my biggest concern is just too many cooks in the kitchen. And Michael Edwards is still out there. 
He hasn't been appointed yet. I know there are other names, ones that have worked with Mauricio Pochettino in the past. Even Paul Mitchell, despite being linked with Manchester United, hasn't been grabbed up yet. I mean, I, I think that he is another one that I'd be very happy to see come in. But I just personally feel like a one sole head of the sporting director kind of team makes a lot more sense than this kind of very murky kind of multiple people being involved and, and the idea or the concern that certain people within that structure are maybe just going for players that they like rather than a collective unified approach is just my main concern. So I'd like to see a new sporting director, one sporting director at the head of a team rather than multiple heads and too many cooks in the kitchen, which I, I fear is currently the problem at Stamford Bridge. Number four, I think I predicted this last year. I'm going to keep on predicting it because it, one day it will happen. Chelsea will confirm plans for redevelopment of Stamford Bridge. Now, I feel that I'm going to be more specific here. I feel that it will be a case of Chelsea finally coming to terms with the fact they're going to have to move away from Stamford Bridge for an extended period of time, which isn't a nice conclusion, isn't one that I I think is going to be very pleasurable for Chelsea fans. If it means, say, we're going to have to play in Wembley for a couple of years, play somewhere else. This has been going on for a very long time and it's not a simple solution. But the idea of moving anywhere else, especially Elscourt, feels like... A Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A long gone sort of solution. It feels very, very unlikely unless something radical changes in that aspect. And I do feel that plans will be confirmed even if Chelsea fans are not particularly happy. But it will mean... I think for Chelsea fans that we will stay at Stamford Bridge for the long term, which I think at the end of the day will make people happy. Number five, again, not that confident about this one, but it's one that I more hope. It's more heart than kind of head here. Gallagher will not be sold and he'll be handed a new contract. This would be a massive, massive PR win for the club. And it's the most obvious one you could do currently. I just, I fear that we're going to go in the opposite direction with all the briefing we're getting at the moment that Gallagher's available for like 40 or 50 million. I can tell you right now, any optimism about this season will be shredded if Conor Gallagher is sold. He is currently Chelsea's best player. He is a vital player for Mauricio Pochettino. He's the captain. He's someone that represents Cobham within the first team. He's someone that the fans love watching, not just because he runs about, but because he's an effective and technically mature player who I think will only get better at Chelsea. And I don't want to see a sequel, an unwanted sequel to the Mason Mount situation, which we were, you know, we were in a very similar situation. If you remember 12 months ago, where it looked like Mount was going to stay, he didn't. He ends up going to Man United and that thing for, turned very toxic during the summer. I hope that Gallagher will not be the same because I fear the repercussions for Chelsea and their ownership and the mood within Stamford Bridge, which isn't great already if Gallagher is sold. Number six is one that I think will hurt a little bit, but... I think if Chelsea are going to sign a new centre-forward, I could see Armando Breuer departing. I just can see a scenario where Breuer realises that he's not close to the top of the pecking order and we'll see alternative options. And even though he signed a new contract in 2022, 
I think there would be a big fee. And if you're not going to sell Gallagher for FFP reasons, then I think they'll look to make that money elsewhere. And I think Armando Breuer will see a starting spot somewhere like West Ham in the future that maybe means he, he moves on. So I'll go with that. I, I won't like that personally, but if we're signing a centre forward, you're going to have, there's going to be damage and repercussions for that decision. I think it will mean Breuer moving elsewhere. Number seven, Chelsea will face punishment for FFP, FFP breaches. What those punishments will look like? Will it be a points deduction like Everton got? Will it be a transfer embargo like we saw from FIFA? I mean, personally, and I think most fans would agree with this, I'd rather us face a transfer ban than a points deduction given how, you know, how scary it looks at Chelsea if we were deducted 10 points right now, how close we'd be to the relegation zone. Um, but as the Premier League said at the time, just because, and, and I think David Ornstein reported this too, just because of the way Everton, that situation was handled, does not mean that Man City and Chelsea will be judged the same way. But I think Chelsea are understanding that there has been some breaches, or at least there's, there's an, there is a realistic route where Chelsea get punished here. It's what punishment comes down the line. But I think 2024 will see some form of a punishment for Chelsea. And then the reaction to that will be very interesting to see how severe it is. Number eight, maybe I'm being dreamy. Chelsea will win the Carabao Cup. I think we've got an amazing opportunity with that semi-final draw to at least reach Wembley. Now, will we just see a repeat of the 2022 Carabao Cup final that was heartbreaking? I was there for both domestic cup finals against Liverpool, both of them ending in penalty heartbreak. Chelsea would not be favourites against Liverpool by any stretch. But I do think this team seems to perform better against a higher level opponent. And maybe, just maybe, Willian and Fulham do us a bit of a favour and we can have a West London Carabao Cup final. But then how amazing would it be to win that cup? How much of a boost would it be for Mauricio Pochettino for a young squad? It's one game of football. I wouldn't back us to beat Liverpool over two legs, but I would back us to maybe get a result against them at Wembley. So let's go for that. Let's be optimistic. And it'd be a great start for 2024. Going into the final two here. Number nine, I made this prediction with N'Golo Kante and it's not one that I make with any joy, but it's one that I'm just going to be realistic given his injury record. Reese James will make under 20 appearances within the calendar year. I think it's unlikely he's going to play much for the rest of this season given his surgery. He might be back by April, May, but you know, given Chelsea's precaution over him, which I think is right, he's not going to play a lot more this season. And given he breaks down so regularly, you know, it, is it is it wrong for me to sit here, given all the evidence I've seen, that it, it's likely that he breaks down again at the start of next season? Again, I don't make this prediction because I want it to happen. I'm making this prediction based off evidence and because I sadly think it's likely to happen. I hope this is, of all the predictions I have this year, this is the one I hope I'm wrong about. I really do hope. I, I don't want this to be right, but it's one just thinking about what is likely to happen this year. I could see Rhys James making under 20 appearances, but hopefully by 2025, he's making far more than that and he's playing regularly for Chelsea, which means I think Chelsea are going to be a more successful team, which is what we all want. And the final one here is a, is regarding one of the lone players that I've been really impressed with this season. And that is Cesare Cassade. And I think he will become a first teamer next season. I think he's had a really impressive time with Leicester, who look like they're bound to probably win the championship this year. They're going to make it right back to the Premier League, which unsurprising given their resources and quality. Uh, but I'd like to see Cassade given a chance because I, I think as a midfielder, a goal-scoring midfielder, 
and his physicality. I think there is something that we saw in preseason that got us a little bit excited. I think it was the right move for him to get a championship loan to get more senior football on a weekly basis, which is what he needs and wasn't going to get at Stamford Bridge. And I think with that championship experience, he hopefully can be primed to at least break into the first team next season. And you never know where Chelsea finish in the Premier League if they have a really good second half of this season. And then also, if we win one of the domestic cups, Chelsea may have some form of European football next year, which will naturally mean we need a bigger squad, which then would give more opportunities to players like Cesare Cassidy. Those are my predictions for 2024. I thought I did pretty well last year. Let's see how many of the 10 I get right. Let me know yours in the comments below. Please do hit that like button, subscribe, turn on those notifications so you don't miss any of the uploads and new content coming in an exciting 2024 for Son of Chelsea. And I will see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.